Hello and welcome everyone to episode 81 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, of course, Brandon Bovia, letterer of manga like uh, Dragon Ball Super and Kaiju Number 8 and uh, many, many, many more. Ready to, uh, I, I guess, technically bring an official end to Water 7. Yeah, it's it's a <laughs> wild thought because, you know, obviously the arc is not over. This, this whole storyline isn't done, but our time on Water 7 is... At an end, uh, technically it's been at an end, but yeah. because we're <laughs> arriving the, at a new transition island. phase, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's that's usually what's considered the the breaking point. And yeah, that this that's yeah. the end of this. We are we finally arrived at Enos Lobby, and uh, we'll be finishing up the storyline as we go through there. But we are far from done. <laughs> we are so yeah. far from done, <laughs> which <laughs> we feels weird because it feels like all right, big bam boom, let's get this done with. But no, no, there's. Definitely stuff that goes down, and I'm what, excited. Um, I, I I can't remember the details. That's what makes it exciting. Exactly. How how long was like Water Seven? It was about fifty chapters, like 45, 50, right? No, I think it was. I think it was like sixty to seventy. Oh my god! Because we finished. Whoa. I think <clears throat> Skypea, or uh, actually no, might have been a little less than that because I forgot about the Davy Back fight. So, but I still right. think it was like around fifty. Yeah, yeah, because we finished. Uh, like Skypea finished around three hundred. So, yes. Yeah. So, but but basically, what I'm saying is like we've been through so much, and we still have so much left to go. <laughs> okay. I looked it up. Uh, Water Seven began officially on chapter 322. So yeah, oh, about yeah. 50, 50 chapters just on Water Seven, and wow, I believe another uh, fifty about another fifty until we're done with Enos Lobby. So a hundred chapters yeah. spread out, which is kind of in the norm yeah. here for uh, Oda's arcs. About a hundred yeah, chapters of these. Yeah, I was gonna say not not to get too ahead of ourselves, but like there are arcs later on that are this length that you can't technically split into two arcs. <laughs> My God, I am mystified <laughs> about how this. Longer. Like I, I am very excited to get to this that point where it's like I don't know what's happening next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, in all of One Piece, and I don't want to dwell too much on this. The one thing I've had spoiled for me is the thing that everybody is talking about, and like yeah. it's inescapable. Yeah, it's entirely inescapable. We we talked about this at the end of last week a little bit, but yeah, it's I still think it's a great like you have you have no idea what the context context surrounding it is, so Yeah, once, I, once I made sure to stay contextless. So I just yeah. I just know the look and sort of the yeah. the power set, but yeah, I don't know yeah, anything else. I I, I had the look spoiled for me like twelve hours before the the chapter came out officially. I was so mad. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what is, oh my, yeah. That so. is the worst. One Piece fans, I'm calling y'all out. I'm calling us all out. They like, have no are, patience. <laughs> no patience at all. We are we are just a, a spoilery bunch. <laughs> Especially because, I mean, we we have to have patience only going five, five chapters at a time. We are committed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We've been committed. <laughs> We're going to oh. stay to it. And there's definitely distractions on the way because, yeah, we got the live action show coming up here soon and uh, we'll definitely be talking about that. But in the meantime, we got some chapters to talk about and we got, a, uh, got an arc to kind of wrap up. So, yeah, let's begin with chapter 371, The Honorable Captain T-Bone. And, oh, Hina's here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I kind of like that. Look, Hina gets caught up in all the side stories somehow. <laughs> She's like the linchpin of all the side stories. Just like sort of there, not really 
important but a fun side character that i think everybody enjoys and yeah uh, somehow find a way to bring iron body and Django back which you'd never expect these two to show up so much but i saw iron body i totally did not notice Django. <laughs> yeah That's, he's being a, oh wow he's being a lifeguard yeah it's, it's good good there i Incredible. love the opportunity like he totally could have stuck Hina in a bikini or something and oh oh yeah restrained and but- just like nope not her thing. Uh, it, it's sort of hilariously in character. She's just like re- relaxing on on like a beach chair, just like in full, uh, like a marine outfit. Like she's she's here to work. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's not so good. She's hunting down the Baroque Works members that they did not find. So yeah, we'll see how that all ends. Up <laughs> I love that going. dumb little thumbs up. Mister Three's got on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> He's so dumb. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh but into the chapter itself luffy is clinging to the front because he, he's just impatient it's like why aren't we at the puffing tom yet let's 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 go and uh all the while everybody else is bored so they're just acting out uh zoro and luffy breaking down the wave <laughs> it's, it's funny seeing zoro being the parent in the situation <laughs> it's just like go polish your weapons or something Quit played around. I like that it's Galila and Polly, Polly's people yeah. acting it out, not just one or the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got the Z- Zambai, I think, and, and Zulu. Just it's, it's funny how they've on again on opposite sides, and now everybody's coming together. And now, now they all share the same brain cell. <laughs> yep, that's that's pretty much the best way to put it. <laughs> But then all of a sudden, Luffy spawns a train ahead. And it's like, well, that's a bit early. It doesn't seem right. And we see the Marines and, and that got stuck there in the waves. Yep. It's like, oh, God, that'd be terrifying. That would be they're in the middle of a storm. And then, like, imagine being in the middle of the storm. It's basically like it's the middle of the night right now. So, like, we can see. But it's like pitch. It would be pitch black for them, basically. And then all of a sudden, you just see, like, what's that in the distance? And it's just, like, this horrifying, like, shark tooth train face <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh that's that's not good it's like that's not a rescue ship and yep. they're like uh well it's just a couple of cars and they're stopped they're like all right well sanji and usap aboard we don't want to run into him it's like hey, how are the brakes we told you there are no brakes so we're gonna yeah, have to figure something else out <laughs> yeah kokoro's just like I- I- no <laughs> <laughs> she's just drinking and, Lu- and nami's just hanging out next to her like it feels like those two have bonded somehow <laughs> Somehow, yeah. So Luffy decides, like, well, let's see if any of our uh, guys are on there. And rockets over, gets inside and finds all the Marines. And <laughs> I love how he comes out and just <laughs> getting shot, being like, nope, not right here. <laughs> yeah, I I lost it at that panel. I completely forgot about it. Just the, <laughs> the idea of him signaling, no, no, while well, there's just bullets flying through him. <laughs> it's, God, it, it's just... Only in one piece, you know? <laughs> yeah. And all the while, the the, the Galila and the Frankie gang are like, okay, we'll dismantle it before we go. I'm like, all right, I'm kind of curious about this. I want to see them dismantle this thing as they're going by it because that sounds impressive. But no, we don't get that because Luffy's just like, hey, Zoro, cut it. It's in the way. 
<laughs> and just some nonchalantly gotcha. And they're like, yeah, like he's going to do it. And it's like, what? And then yep. he does it. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> yes. It took me a second to realize it because um, th- this attack from Rosaro is probably better known by its untranslated name, which is uh, Rashomon, which is, of course, uh-huh. just badass. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's good. And it's like, my God, Zoro. Yeah, he just just cuts the train completely in two. <laughs> Once he was able to cut through iron, he he just seems unstoppable at this point. Yep. Yeah, I I, I made made this comment before uh, we started recording, but like I get the feeling like Zoro's like he his power level has been escalating. <laughs> <laughs> it really feels like it, and I love the reaction shots, the freakouts on just everybody else on the train. And this, the Navy guys being like, what the? <laughs> Just standing there on opposite sides. But my favorite is uh, y- you see Lulu, you know, uh, kind of trying to berate Luffy, like, warn us before you do something like that. And then it's like, I-, I heard, I said, cut it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Zora's like, uh, this isn't over yet because here's a Neptunian cut in half. Five oh, sizes of times the train is like, oh, oh no. There's that. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I didn't I realize thought, it was this strong. Was- <laughs> Yeah, I thought Zoro did that for a second until until Zoro himself was like, uh, okay, so the, the person who did this is up ahead. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Go on Oda for, like, it, it, uh, it obviously doesn't matter much in the long run, but he made me feel for, for uh, poor T-Bone here because this man is so dedicated. He is running along the tracks trying to cut, catch up, cut a Neptunian half, and just his concern is like, my men... They, they, I, yeah. I got to protect the lives of innocent citizens. He's just so dedicated to the cause. And like, you, you get it. I feel like we really need him to balance out the situation of just all, all of the kind of like government and Marine folk who have just been completely terrible, especially in this arc in particular, that, that we mm. need somebody who's just like so ridiculously kind hearted, so honorable. And it's just like, it, of course, it's the ugliest guy, but it's just it's kind of perfect. And that's when they point out like, oh. That's T-Bone, the ship slasher. He's able to carve up pirate ships like steaks, so that's not good. Let's fire on him. And they're just like, yeah, no, let's just leave it this to Zoro again. And <laughs> the, uh, T-Bone recognizes him. It's like, nope, I'm going to cut you in two right now as this train's coming for us. And uh, it's like we have this showdown. Zoro riding on the train, T-Bone on the sword tracks. That is... Such a badass scenario. Yeah, I'll have to um, link this to you later. The I remember the the anime version of the scene actually looks really cool. Oh, that's awesome. The, the the animation quality for it is for some reason this scene they were like, no, let's go all out for this part. <laughs> well, they're like, this is this is just a cool scenario that you probably won't have ever happen again. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we have uh, Zoro's bull demon versus T Bone's bird of prey, courageous talons, and nope. It, it did not work. It, Zoro cuts right through him, takes him out, and he's splashed into the water. And that's that's it. Zoro, Zoro even leapt ahead of the train <laughs> to land yep. on the tracks <laughs> and then jumps back on. Like, my God, Zoro's just boss. Yeah, and, and thank goodness at least that T-Bone landed outside of the tracks. <laughs> yes, I, I like the little detail. Like you, I think you can tell Oda likes this guy because he had the uh, the, the remains of the train cars being used as boats as the, as the men paddle towards T-Bone to rescue him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, he'll be Which fine. Which is a cute little detail. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be fine. Yep. So, yeah. T-Bone defeated. Like, I thought he was already defeated. I, I, I mean, it makes sense that they, these guys had to deal with him, but man, what a set piece. Yeah. I kind of forgot that it was that, 
like done and over with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny here because the, none of the fights left take that long. It's like we had our warm yeah. up in the beginning and then nope, this is it now. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Do you have an SBS? I love this question. Uh, like, who the heck are Michael and Weichel? <laughs> like, what, yeah. what are they all about? <laughs> you answer this. <laughs> I've gotten so many, and, and he's just like, all right, here's what the two delinquents look like. Uh, look like. They're Water 7 Back Alley Elementary School, 6th grade, Group 5, age 12. <laughs> the 12-year-olds that they thought. In six years, they've been sent to the counselor 620 times. They've broken a total of 997 school windows. Their record includes reckless bull riding, shoplifting from the supermarket, etc. Their motto, mm, super, because their idol is Frankie. But they also respect Polly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's who they thought. I love that. Oh, they just like come up with these two random characters and like, who are they? What are they all about? Why are they, why did they suspect him? He's like, whatever. They're just kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's make this dumber. Yeah. Oh, that's great. But yes, moving on to chapter 372 plastic surgery, which what a title. Yeah. I was, I was not sure at all what this chapter title was about until I was like, Oh, <laughs> there <God>. it is. <laughs> but yeah, we see the wanted poster for Mr. Tubon clay expert of breaking out of prison he has a 32 million berry bounty which which is hey yeah it's not bad yeah slightly above luffy when he first got, got his first bounty so yeah, yeah. pretty solid <laughs> in the meantime though we have our battle on the roof of the puffing tom between frankie and nero and god i love just all the crazy crap that frankie can do he has a shield yeah it is a smorgasbord it feels like he can do anything <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the heck did he do to his body it feels like it only has left all that he has left is his brain <laughs> yeah <laughs> and certain like important internal organs i assume i don't know but my god hey he runs on cola i guess that's true but he has a shield he has a nail gun it seems like a pretty uh, even fight but then, like, this Nero's like, well, I haven't mastered finger pistol yet, so I'll just use regular pistols. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, Nero gets the gets the jump on Frankie, manages to get to behind him, and shoot him in the back, which, hey, we know now that's his, his weakness, because, you know, he wasn't able to do anything with that. Yep. And <laughs> we even have the ouchy finger. Ouchy. The ouchy finger is so good. <laughs> just a little, he's got, he just like his index finger just like curls upwards and just turns into a gun. It's so, it's so good. It is, it is utterly ridiculous. But yeah, Frankie's on the back foot now, and Nero's feeling feeling confident. But Frankie has a plan because yeah. now he's invincible if he lays on his back. <laughs> yeah, uh, talking about uh, being on the back foot, you know, taking that in stride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he calls he gives it his own name frankie invincible the <laughs> like I, I i guess you could say that yeah <laughs> sure i guess and he's like well you're in bad luck because this yeah. is I'm, I'm this week i'm feeling super duper and have you heard of the monster called a centaur he's like yeah mm-hmm. well here mutate <laughs> yes. le- the front of his legs and, and hips come off move forward <laughs> And he becomes a backward centaur. Centaur, yes. Funny, funny little translation note about this, and I, I only, I only know this because the anime went out of its way to point it out, and so that when when Frankie says mutate, uh, the word that he uses is hentai, uh, but not not the hentai you're thinking of, but that's the hentai that Nero is thinking of. Oh God! <laughs> it just uh, the cha- it changed around the kanji. He basically 
Oh my god. Change the kanji so that it's a it's a hentai that means more of like I'm changing my body, not the the pervert kind of hentai. Right. But... Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is what a wild form is like. Well, save your criticism until after you witness this power. But before that, yeah. Oh, we don't see it. <laughs> no, we don't see it yet because it's still Sanji versus Wanze, and uh, yeah, there's all kinds of noodles all over the place because it's just, it's just not working. <laughs> Zoro has not Zoro. Zanji has him completely. Uh, oh, I just noticed all of the plates just filled up. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much no- noodles in that form, and it's still well. coming. But uh, not really doing much for uh, against Sanji as even the the noodle beam, <laughs> a ramen beam. It looks like he blocks it with the knife. Do I have that right? I think you're correct. It seems yeah, like it's it. a little hard to tell, but or he just dodges into way. it and just cuts away all the armor. And uh, he's like, talk about how he peels an onion. And Wanze's freaking out. It's like, oh no, I've been cut. He's like, oh wait, I wasn't. It's like, yeah, kitchen knives aren't swords, and I'm, I'm not going to cut you with them. So he's like, and then Wanze tries to throw the knives at Sanji, and then he just gets yeah. the face. <laughs> and then he got the line that just killed me. My eyes will sink in. Let him. <laughs> yeah, let him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I know. I was so happy about this. Wanze starts being really dumb about this and starts basically insulting Robin and saying about yep. true nature. And uh, as he's talking, Sanji's just kicking him repeatedly in the face. He's like, hey, you keep talking. I'm going to uh, rearrange your skeleton. And Wanze <laughs> doesn't know anybody. She's like, she's a twisted devil. And then we finally get the plastic surgery shot, which uh, caved in his face. And it's like, oh, God, what did Sanji do to him? And he made him beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's hot. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you rearranged the eyes and teeth that I was so proud of. <laughs> which is... I- props to Sanji for uh, being able to kick somebody's face in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, Sanji's done with this fight because he's like, all right, you committed three crimes against me. First, you called yourself a cook in front of me. Second, you wasted food. And third, you insulted our crewmate. And I'm getting past that door. And uh, Wanze pulls out his poison pasta cutter. Uh, it'll touch it. If it touches him, he'll die. And he just, that escalated quickly. insulting her. I don't know. It's so weird to see that face with that body. <laughs> it, is, it is very weird. <laughs> but yeah, as, as he keeps just uh, insulting Robin, you're like, oh, this dude's so done. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, boom, one kick is all it takes. Yep. One kick, which is enough to not only bring his teeth and eyes back out, <laughs> <laughs> but God. kicks him through ent- the entire next car into the room with the with CP9. And that shot of just like Sanji walking in through the train car is so badass. Oh yeah. But you're also awesome. like oh no, Sanji's at a point where he can't t- he can't he's in trouble against the this group. Yeah. Oh dear. Fun silly chapter. We get a little bit more with Frankie and we get uh, this just a uh, conclusion of Sanji's fight and it's just Yeah. Ends in the most ridiculous way possible. You'll you'll love to see it. Ridiculous but satisfying. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, time for chapter 373, Necessary Evil. And uh, back with our traditional Japanese look. Though, man, we don't even have Sniper King or Robin this time around. Yeah, man. What happened to the crew? I know. Just down to, I'd say, I'm going to say the original five, but we don't have Usopp at all. I don't don't know where he's at. (laughs) Uh, But we do have Chopper filling in. Honestly, it's a cool look. 
Yeah, no foreshadowing in this one, unlike the last one. <laughs> no, no, no. Like it's it's an eel on their on their shirt. No, no dragons. <laughs> yep. <laughs> as far as I know, anyway, somebody yeah. else might notice. I don't know. But back in, into the chapter itself, the fight with uh, Frankie and Nero is not going well for Frankie. Uh, he's just uh, continually getting shot. The centaur legs don't seem to be doing the trick. And even worse, when he actually starts slipping off the train and about to fall, Nero goes over to taunt him. And he's like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> he yeah. just flips himself I, I over what, and locks his le- limbs. What I love about Frankie is that he, like, he fights dirty. Yeah. He, <laughs> like, like, you really get the sense he's a gangster. <laughs> you don't think about it too often, but yeah, he is a dirty, dirty fighter. And you never know what tricks he has up his sleeve because of his cyborg nature. It's, yep. <laughs> it's pretty great. He's just, he's just a back alley brawler. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of brawling. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, now tell me how useless these legs are. It's like, oh, yeah, yo, you're careless. You know, that's, that's all you're all full of is excuses. So uh, why don't you take on a few last words? It's like, oh, you think there's more fight left, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. You don't understand how strong I am. And just hits, clocks him with that ultimate hammer and bam. What a, what a, what a shot. What an end. <laughs> Holy crap. Just sends him straight yeah. through the roof of the train knocks out Nero. I got to say yeah. it's that even though he's not like a full powered CP9 member, it's still satisfying to see a CP9 member get taken out. Yeah, and to see that, you know, but Frankie can hold his own against them. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Yeah. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> like it, it makes you love him more and more as time goes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sanji and Frank Frankie meet back up and all the other members of CP9 are up and they're like, "Oh, they all got wiped out." Huh? Not that we expected much. Like they're not, yeah. they're not plus completely. <laughs> they're completely, yeah. They're just, they're not worried about it. <laughs> it's whatever. Lucci's looks like, all right, who's this guy? Oh, uh, looks like he's a new member. Uh, he only has four powers and whatnot. And Nero's trying to stand up to to take him on. Is like, hey, I can I can get this. And Lucci's like, no. <laughs> Gives him a countdown and just. Well, I, I love that, you know, like once Nero realizes like, oh, oh, he's a, he's about to kill me. <laughs> so he tries to escape with Shave. And then like it, it seems like as soon as he reappears, like Lucci just knows where he was going to teleport to. Yeah. So he's just able to stab him in the back. <laughs> you get to see the difference. It's just Lucci's that much yeah, faster. We're built different. Oof. Yeah. I, I love that. That cold line It's like everything about you is a work in progress. <laughs> CP9 doesn't need you. You're only, you're only superhuman you're, if you have the entire yeah, six powers, and he just tosses him off the train. Like he's probably dead. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Just brutal. Mm-hmm. He's just like, hey, uh, Califla, uh, send a report to the director. New guy was too weak. <laughs> Couldn't use him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love, uh, even uh, uh, I. I think that's Frankie saying. It's hard to tell who the bad guys are, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now we get the get the talk between Lucci and uh, Sanji, and while Sanji was able to get under Crocodile's skin, not mm-hmm. so with Lucci. Uh, I, I do like that exchange, though. It's just like uh, you don't seem to be a very patient fellow. You're right; my parents raised me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and Lucci, he's like, "Oh, I get a chance to talk again," because he's just like, "Yeah, some people are just born under unlucky stars. The best thing for the they can do for the world is die," and just sort of talks about this it's like you know if there's a demonic power capable of burning the world to ashes and the only way we could awaken with a little was an innocent little eight, uh eight-year-old girl shouldn't that girl should be killed for the sake of humanity it's like oh no he is completely messed up yeah 
the the way that you know he just sort of drives it home like the only way that she can make people happy is by disappearing that is her burden to bear mm-hmm. uh that her very existence is a crime which just really like they've been building so much up to it that you just like what is so bad <laughs> yeah what what happened with her what is, like okay she can read it that's that 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 that's the only threat is that fact that she can read the poneglyphs and that is that much of a threat yeah and just been branded her entire life and it's just so sad but of course this uh, this upsets sanji and he tries to attack and uh no that doesn't matter to lucci he's just like he just like takes the opportunity to just like yeah the government before she dies the government will spend years wringing out all of her knowledge experience and intelligence the agony from now until the end will just you know be unimaginable and that's definitely under that gets under sanji's skin and hey, speak of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here comes Robin and so, uh, Sniper King uh, trying to ho- hold her back. He's like, hey, we need to escape. It's like, man, after all, after I went to the trouble of climbing through the window and after we took down the official. So Corgi's down too. So. Yeah. <laughs> man, poor Corgi couldn't uh, couldn't stand up to the superhero. <laughs> no, King. I, I don't know. if <laughs> I, I was going to assume Sniper King took him out based on the charred look of him. He's not like bent in half or anything like oh, that. oh yeah 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 so uh sanji's immediately cheers up when he sees her it's like all right hey i'm gonna take these guys out and we'll we'll, uh, we'll escape together instead she tosses sniper king to the ground right at sanji's feet and uh sanji's thrown throw through an off he's just he screams out usopp for some reason it's, it must be a mistranslation yeah. <laughs> i think yeah probably yeah but even uh like I, I feel Robin is just like so done at this point of just like trying to leave. It's just like you will not understand unless I spell it out for you, will you? And so instead, uh, Sniper King with the plans is like cut car, car three loose or running away. And they're like, all right, don't let him uh, escape. He puts out a smoke star, grabs a hold of Robin, and all three of them run into the uh, car three as it gets cut loose. And there, there we I go. I can't believe that Sniper worked. King to the rescue. <laughs> hey, we, we did it. Arc's over. <laughs> yeah. That's all we needed. We, we just needed Sniper King to take down CP9. The goat <laughs> coming in for the save. <laughs> oh, so good. And then we, I don't know if this is a thing that happens often, but apparently there was a fan vote for the favorite moves. I'm actually not sure when this happens again. Uh, I think I feel like I've seen this again somewhere else. So you're, like, I mean, I feel like we normally get like like character popularity polls. But yeah, I guess it, it attacks is yeah, interesting. I guess so. But yeah, our top three is the Gum Gum Gatling, then 3000 uh, Worlds from Zoro. Not mm-hmm. that far behind. But those two are definitely the favorite because third place was the Mouton Mallet from Sanji. Yeah, with the with the gap of uh, a little over two thousand. Yeah, which <laughs> 2000 makes votes. sense to me considering Sanji's like just calls out moves like crazy. Yeah, that, that's the thing for me with like Sanji's attacks up to this point is like they're all just kicks. <laughs> yeah, they're just kicks. Like, and I don't, there's not really a signature move that he has. Yeah, I I, I feel like I can't I can't differentiate them. <laughs> like they're all just kicks. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. I don't. I'm actually, I'm trying to remember which one 3,000 Worlds were, were, was. It looks like it was the one he tried to use against Mihawk. Mihawk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's that one. So, and that's another one where, like, I think the, the anime helps it, like, clearer. Because that's the one where he's sort of, like, he's, like, spinning the swords around. Like, he's got right. one in his mouth and his other two, he's sort of, like, spinning around before he does it. it it's sort of like a, like, I think it's similar to the, to the Onigiri, but he, he kind of does that extra little spin thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
not bad. And apparently we'll find the fourth place and the rest in the next volume. So we'll have to see what else uh, ranked. I saw that. It's like, hang on till volume 40. Wait, we're on. That means we're on volume 39. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> I know this thing has over 100 volumes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're past. We're past the one third point. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, time for chapter 374, Scramble, as these disguises. Yep. I mean. <laughs> the drip. I, I know we we I still have not looked up her name or remembered it. Miss Miss Lemon over there, <laughs> yeah, definitely with the best style. Really Un- rocking under- the sixties or seventies. Yeah, if Mister Five, this whole cover story has just been. I don't know what Oda's cooking with him, but it's so funny. It just like he he's always kind of dangling or just you know what that was a. <laughs> Poor choice of words Especially given the shorts. Pants, but yeah. yeah, you know what? I, I regret that. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He it's like taking every opportunity to make him look as ridiculous as possible. And the fact that he's still exactly. so committed to being yeah. Mr. Five that he still has the five printed on his chest. Completely conspicuous. But Miss Miss Golden Week's wig and everything else is like <laughs> it's just looking like where's Waldo? <laughs> I know. Just sort of reminds me of that whole that well, they got the popular phrase. Who's this sassy lost child? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I don't know why it reminds yeah. me so much of that, but it so, totally does. <laughs> it's too true. Yeah, we get into the chapter itself, and uh, Rocket Man's already in more trouble because Luffy's screaming out for them to turn around, and like no, like wait, we're already on the way. Why are we turning around? I was like, no, 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 him. And it turns out <laughs> Yokozuna is back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I like, uh, just Kokoro's like, oh, him? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, get out of the way. We're going to hit him. And like, oh, geez, what's Yokozuna going to do? He gets blasted away from the regular train. What can he do against Rocket Man? So, yep. I don't know. But uh, on Puffing Tom, they succeeded in disconnecting the train and uh, they got Robin with them. I want to say that, like, I completely forgot about this whole sequence. Same. Like this it, whole sequence, completely forgot. But it's like it's it's incredible. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it's it's so bonkers. <laughs> yeah, it really does just continue to show off how powerful CP9 is. And I yeah. love how they're just constantly doing these jobs. Like smoke screens are so smoke screens are so lame. People just don't expect them. <laughs> it's like yeah, wow. which is why I find that funny. That like yeah, that's the only reason that works. Is like they would never try that. It's so it's so stupid. But. That's that's why Sniper King is always one step ahead. He's like, ah, it's not too stupid for me. I can make this work. <laughs> but before the train can actually disconnect, Khalifa uses her thorn whip to grab the train and just hold it without without any issue. Good God! <laughs> <laughs> like, holy crap! And then Bluno just like yanks it and just freaking like get over here. Yeah, reattaches the train basically, and <laughs> yeah. it's like. It's like, even he says a smokescreen is a boring little trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Sanji just calls out, "All right, Sniper King, guard Robin with your life." And <laughs> even Luchi's like, "Hey, the deal was we didn't kill any of the straw hats, so beat him up, but don't kill him." Yep, I liked this part though. Like Sanji's going in for the kick, and of course, you know, like Bluno's like, "Oh, hey, I have Iron Body," and then like Sanji actually kind of gets him to budge a bit. <laughs> yeah, like. He wobbles like he almost like breaks through the iron body, and even Kaku mentions is- like, "Man, he almost lost it." So it's like you got to hit him long enough that it distracts him, and they can't use it. So we're kind of back into the rules of the um, 
Oh, what's it? Uh, what's it called up in Skypea? Oh, uh, Mantra. Mantra. Yeah, it's kind of like Mantra, where it doesn't work on the, if they can't concentrate, and that's yeah. I, I like this first indication of weakness. It's like okay, there's hope. Exactly. I think that that's what it is. It's just like you can. Th- this technique can be like broken through. Like, but you kind of just need to brute force it. Yeah. But of course, then just oh god, poor poor Sniper King. Just you know. Uh, Protect Robin with your life, and then he's just <laughs> foaming he's gr- at the mouth, yeah, passed out. Like, oh God, poor Sniper King! It's like, come on, Robin, have, have work with us here. And yeah, she's just like leave me alone. And Kaku takes the opportunity to take down Sanji. Frankie's like, stop being so stubborn. This is our chance to escape, and he just rips off the <laughs> the wall and crashes Frankie's into the such train. A- He's such a Chad man. Like, he is. Been... He sacrifices himself to save the rest of them. God, <laughs> I love that. He's like, ha ha ha, take that, freaks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you helping them? It's like, I mean, some teams can never get back back, to, back together, even if they wanted to. And it's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, I see this oh, teamwork, and I want to take advantage yep. of it. Yeah, I, is he? I, I thought that he's uh, thinking about like iceberg. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. That's how as well. I interpreted that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, hey, don't worry about me. I've got a plan. Meet up the Straw Hats and get back to town somehow. And it's like, all while Robin's like, hey, I don't want to run away with them. I, I'm not part of this. Yes, <laughs> Cut me out of this. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, and, and Sanji's like, hey, we know everything about the situation. We'll just figure out how to deal with the Buster call. So don't, you don't have any reason to follow me, okay? And. That all of a sudden we see the true power of the door door fruit. Yeah, like I forgot Which, about this. Uses yeah, well, the I feel air like, to make a door. Because I feel like when we've seen it before, it is like, oh no, he is turning physical objects into a door. Which you're like, okay, that's neat, but kind of dumb. Like the way, like in like the the iceberg mansion, where it's like he had to at least like make a door out of a physical object. <laughs> yeah, turns out. But now he's just like surprise. <laughs> I can use it on the air and uh, here yeah. kick Sanji out of the way. So that's no, it's no good. And yeah, we get the explanation. It's like, yeah, he's using an air door now. So <laughs> even, even Lucci's like, yeah, it's, what, what, it's that ability that makes the door door fruit really worth something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's worthless otherwise, but now this, this is good. Usa, uh, excuse me. A sniper King gets uh, another finger pistol. Like they keep retra- uh, messing up these translations with all the Usa. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's tripping us up. <laughs> I know. I just like, got to get it straight. This is this is not Usopp. This is Sniper King. I don't know why there's any confusion on that with these. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's so simple. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! And Robin just like, hey, I don't intend to run away. Let's just go back. And Sniper King. Somehow knowing Luffy pretty well because it's like, you're still hiding something. That's okay, but pirates can't leave their crew without the captain's permission. So have faith in Luffy. And that seems to get through a little. Yeah. Well, uh, as much as it can before Bluto just kicks poor Sniper King in the face. (laughs) It's a little rough. It definitely feels like he's, the way he's being used so often, it makes me think he's the weakest of the four. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll see. And... Bluno takes the time to taunt. He's like, eh, it's not going to work because he, she will not break our agreement. And we get a little bit more backstory on this. And it's like, oh, oh, no. So there was an incident where the Navy initiated an actual buster call and a certain island was burned to ash so that not even a trace remained. And the only survivor was Robin. Damn. 
like that's why she's like terrified of this thing why like we we've heard hints and clues about this but we did not get the idea but yeah the navy was the one to take out her island and and it's using that thread of like hey like we're gonna send a buster call on the other the only other like family that you have so (laughs) the only other thing that you care about and yeah, yeah she it's it's the trauma and that makes way more sense like i understand it like i can see having faith like no no we can take this but having seen it see it take yep. out an island and not just a tiny ship full of seven people yeah yep. <laughs> it's just like she just there's no will to oppose it because of all that and it's like you knew that all along that's why you allowed it it's like yep it's like there's no limit to depravity. It's like, no, nah, it's for the sake of justice. We sympathize with her deeply, but and just leaves. And that's like, yeah, that, that rage from Sanji, too. That oh, man, that hit. Yeah. I mean, it, you could just see the manipulation. It's like, God, these guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> but no matter what, this ends in failure on Sanji's on Sanji's parts. Wasn't able to rescue Frankie. Wasn't able to rescue Robin. Usopp went off on his own, but at least he was able to get a new ally in Sniper King. So at least it wasn't yep. all bad. But otherwise, the train has arrived at the Nightless Island Enos Lobby. And that's our chapter. Yep. Which, uh, kind of a, a detail I forgot about. I guess it's just like, it's always sun. It's always... I guess. How, I forgot about that too. Which, <laughs> yeah. is, which is weird to me because like we were... It was night and now it's day. So it's like... Was Oda just trying to be nice, to, like did not, did not want to draw dark skies anymore, or trying to be nice to the animators? <laughs> like I don't know right, what's up with this. Like, yeah, which makes sense. I, I don't know. I guess I just I thought thinking back, like oh yeah, Indy's lobby just like took place during the day. You know, I guess that that is a that is a detail he went out of his way to to include that nighttime just doesn't exist. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, let's get to our final chapter of this set, 375, The Superman of Enos Lobby, where Hina has three cards showing what the three of them look like, all thanks to the fact that, hey, the unluckies aren't dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, all this time, I thought they were dead, but no, no, no. I, can, I just forgot about the unluckies entirely. I was like, oh, yeah, them. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still good at drawing, so we got these uh, awesome yeah, pictures. It's like the, did they get bribed with, with ramen? Is that what happened? I think that's what happened. They got there's some really good ramen, and they're like, you know what? We're we're cool with this. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to see what happens between Hina and the remainder of Brooke Works later, I guess. Yeah. In the meantime, we get a little conversation between Frankie and Robin, where Frankie learns that Iceberg is alive and is extremely grateful for it. Oh, thank. It's just like, oh, thank goodness. Although it's 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 interesting. Robin points out like CP9 may think that they have killed him. I'd keep quiet about that. Well, the fact that she's kind of I don't know. She's wary of that. And still it, helping like, him. Yeah, exactly. Like, like still kind of helpful. Like, you know, like, hey, yeah. <laughs> Even Frankie's like, isn't that what people call being nice? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, well, I've got the blueprints for a weapon and you can already activate a weapon that exists. So the government has really bagged some uh, some good things here. And they're basically going to use these weapons to try to end the age of pirates. But after that, all that excess military force will grip the world and destroy it. That's how much of a threat those ancient weapons are. So, yeah, I he didn't put his my, you know, Tom did not put his life on the line for a stupid future like that. I'm not I'm not going to stay trapped, which I I, I feel like <laughs> uh, it's with so much else going on. It's 
it can be easy to forget like how much the story has escalated in terms of its stakes. Yeah, or we are we are literally like yeah the government will basically like you know they're trying to revive the ancient weapon to kill all the pirates more or less. Pretty much like they they is just like the ultimate deterrent. Do this. Yeah. Or and we've seen it like do what we say, do what we think is best, or we'll do or or we'll make you for the sake of our justice. And that's yep. Oof. That corruption. <laughs> Robin is still just upset about the fact that it's like I, I'll hurt the uh, the straw hats just by being with them, and Frankie with some excellent motivation here. It's like you're not the yeah. one who'll be hurting the, them, right? The government call people call your existence a crime, but no matter what weapon you've got, just being isn't a crime. Existing is not a crime. God, thinking back to, you know, flashing back to the to Tom and just, oh, man, uh, that speech being so uh, just like informed by his backstory and Frankie's own experiences, because that that was also what he felt was that like he, you know, he wanted to reject the existence of his creations. Yeah. And that's and that's so interesting to take it from ships to people that. Just, yeah. Yeah. It, just being is not a crime. It's your actions that matter. How they're used is what makes determines the crime. But just being there is not a crime. Yep. I, I feel like this is almost the thesis of this arc. Yeah. No. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's just what that's all. It's really what it all comes down to because we we've, we've had everything you know with Frankie's backstory. We've had stuff with Usopp's backstory. But it as we continue on and all that other stuff has finally come to more or less resolutions not fully of course but more or less in the background now that robin is fully here this has all like completely been her her arc nearly from yep. the beginning like definitely yep. some other things going on but it's definitely it's absolutely her arc but uh meanwhile as uh they just do have some conversations turns out um yokozuna was pretty effective he knocked them yeah. off the tracks <laughs> yeah we don't see it but yeah it, it's funny we're, we're kind of catching up like in the midst of the chaos <laughs> it's like it's, it feels like like we needed this thing sort of thing to happen but we didn't want to have to draw it and waste time with it we can just show the aftermath yeah i think that's i think that's fair but the core frankie family or the majority of frankie family got knocked off because uh the sodom and gomorrah lost their grip yeah. but they're just following the tracks and then they found another severed car, and it's like, okay, let's check this one and see what's going on here. Meanwhile, even though Yokozuna knocked off the uh, the, the Rocket Man, he's still clinging on. <laughs> yep, <laughs> having a little argument with Luffy. He's just like, "Don't ribbit me! I'm going to eat you, you jerk! <laughs> How dare you do that to us!" And uh, it's like, okay, what are we going to do now? And Cooker is like, "Well, I'm doing my best to try to find it, but I can't seem to get out of this weird sea current." And Nami's like, "Hey." Tell me where, where you're going. Like, where's the eternal pose? All that stuff. Cool. We'll be fine. You steer. Listen to my directions because I'm a navigator. And that's just like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seeing them kind of uh, work together for this is, is kind of a, it's a cool idea. Mm -hmm. I like, I like seeing all these groups come together like this. It's just, it, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of fun to just see this, these weirdos <laughs> make it work. <laughs> if, if that isn't one piece, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> And uh turns out as Luffy and uh, Yokozuna are fighting, Kokoro shouts out, I was like, oh, hey, and she can apparently understand him. It's like, oh, I wasn't kidnapped. You jumped the gun. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like hey, the old lady's talking to that frog. So, so she was a frog, but she did seem a bit more frog than human. <laughs> that is fair, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. And she just breaks down his stories. Like after that incident eight years ago, when, when Tom was taken away, you kept challenging the, challenging the sea train to fights day after day because you wanted to get stronger, so that you'd never have to lose someone you really loved before your eyes, so you could protect those people. Well, in that case, Frankie was taken. You need, and this ship is heading to help him. You want to come with us? Heck yeah. Cool. Yeah, we, hey, have a, we have a frog ally now. <laughs> exactly. Like, what other allies do you need? What, we got a frog? All right, come on. <laughs> come on, and, board. Uh, all the while, uh, Nami fo- found a good current, heads towards it, and we, we're off again with Yokozuna and Luffy at the front, <laughs> ready to go rescue. <laughs> And then we get actually to Enos lobby with the remaining, with the train with CP nine. And the first thing Frankie does is bite a guy's head. It's so fu- I love the, the line, uh, uh, one panel uh, lower. He's like, look out, this guy bites. <laughs> <laughs> He's just threatening all of them. <laughs> it's amazing. Frankie really is the best. <laughs> he he's kind of MVP of this arc in, in much the same yeah. way as like as far as like that new character that's like surprises you and just you have so much fun with. Uh yep. kind of like Wiper in the last one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Very different feel than Wiper, but still just fun. Everybody's looking is like, "Oh, it's 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 Nico Robin, the one they've been after for 20 years." Oh crap, she's she's hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then we get to see Enos Lobby itself, and that is, it is wild. For one, yep, it seems almost to be a like floating island hanging over like a ton of waterfalls that are in a circle. Two, yep. this might be memory when you're just extrapolating. I can't honestly remember, but mm-hmm. I think we immediately see the gates of justice, even though they don't break it up, because we can see clearly in the fog in the background the navy yep. symbol. And yeah, if yeah. you look, and I it's only massive. just noticed. Yeah, and I only just noticed this, but there seems to be a crease in the center. I'm like, oh crap! I think that's the gate. Yeah, yeah, that's. I, I, uh, they was that Nami? I think who explained that way back? Yes. Yeah, because it's like they're all sort of like Navy headquarters and Impel Down are like they're all kind of in the same kind of chunk of area. Right. Uh, and just, it's just, just on like the other side of gate that somehow. Yeah. I'm gonna call this out just just because I think I think I I feel comfortable calling this out because we don't know for sure. Uh, but the fact that like it is hovering over a giant hole, uh, I think is about to get explained in the manga where that is where we're at right <laughs> oh now. Oh my god! I I think I like I that is a a theory <laughs> that is not confirmation on my part. I think we're about to find out, or or we might already know. But, like, we're sort of getting hits at, like, oh, okay, this is why, like, there's just a massive hole in the ocean. <laughs> so I, that was something I didn't even think about. And to be like, oh, hey, you remember that? Like, oh, crap. <laughs> and the thing is, it's so much more than you'd think because you have this, like, little Navy town because you see it from below. You have this little Navy town, and it turns out the giant building, the taller yeah. building, is actually across another crevice. So how that town, how that rock stays put up there, like, that yeah, has been just... enough erosion. My God. <laughs> Again, it's just it, it's one of those just like wonder, wonderfully weird things about the One Piece world. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I'm scared of heights. I would not be stepping foot on any of this. <laughs> God, no. God, as they enter in, we get commentary from Spandam where, of course, he's all happy about like, all right, for the first time in five years, all eight members of the CP9, including myself, 
will be in the same place at once. It's a happy day. Yeah, what's with this article where we find out there's a revolutionary army district leader assassination plot? According to orders, you only had to kill three people, but you killed 23. 23. It's like, jeez. At first, I thought I he was like talking a- to the, the guys that just got back, but no, it's these, these, uh, this, these new members of CP9 we haven't met yet. Yeah, which I feel like it, it, that is kind of a thing that I hadn't really internalized, I guess, of like, oh, yeah, I guess like they would, you know, they would be trying to like, wait, how have the revolutionary armies have been brought up before now? I don't know we just I can't remember, honestly, just we, we know about yeah. revol. I mean, we've heard about revolutionaries in uh, passing for like specific arcs, but I don't know about like anything yeah. else. It just seems like somewhat some random revolutionary <laughs> yeah well, well well what i'll say now then is that it is interesting that that is like <laughs> that almost feels kind of like like a cia thing almost They're just like here you guys go in secret and like disrupt the the revolutionaries uh but, but I, I guess that the fact that like they specifically have plans to go and snuff them out makes sense but it's not something i ever thought about right man we thought bluno was weird <laughs> We're yeah weird oh looking. boy oh, yeah we boy. got a bunch of weirdos here <laughs> It's time for the freaks of the of CP9 to, to, to show up because we've got the samurai-looking Kumadori who is kneeling so hard that he's like his feet are in the air. Yes. An apology. Uh, then we got Jabber, who's mostly normal. Shirt open, tie down. He Man seems like the, the kind of standard there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not too much there. And then we got the weirdest of all, I'd say. Yeah. Fukuro, uh, who has a zipper for a mouth. I think I could say I actively do not like looking at Fukuro. I, I think I've I've never enjoyed looking at that character. <laughs> it is a weird design. He's 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 a, he's a weird fella. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, but we got Kumidori too overly apologetic, ready to slit his own belly to take responsibility, and it's like, hey. And all the while, Jabber's like, no, no, it's not like the director. We infiltrated on a target date and as ordered and carry out the assassination. But our plan, which nobody should have known, had leaked. And we get why Fukuro had the, has the zipper for a mouth, because he blabbed the assassination plot all over town. I feel like, look, man, if uh, Nero basically, like, got killed because, like... Luchi was like LMAO skill issue <laughs> and here we have Fukuro just like yeah I, I blabbed our secrets all over town <laughs> yeah it's and, like, and you are still employed I don't know sir. how I guess I'd say it's because of the zipper but he also is able to move his own zipper He's like put a lock on that thing if you're concerned about this it's oh god it's so weird Espec- it especially because the fact dynamic that he put is... a, a zipper on his mouth like ugh. yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's bizarre. And then just this dynamic of, of course, uh, uh, Kumadori just like, you know, uh, I'll take responsibility, don't blame Fukuro. And then he tries to commit Harakiri, uh, but Iron Bodies himself, so he just can't die, <laughs> which is just like, that's that's a joke, I guess. <laughs> and yeah, and then Spandam is so thrown off by everything, he force spills coffee on himself. What a very chaotic bunch. <laughs> you remember when I was saying, like, we were talking about how cool CP9 was? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it just the cool seems to be only like, very specific members. <laughs> yeah, it just flew out the window. I think I think the ones still on the train are still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a divide here. Like these are this this is the B team. <laughs> yeah, this is and why they were not Spandam. sent on the. This is why they were not on the Water Seven mission. Oh no, Fukuro <laughs> would be terrible for the oh, for that mission. God, yeah, that's probably why they didn't send. Him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then he needs hey Tumblr, guys, the so. ancient weapon's here. <laughs> Tell me where the ancient weapon is. What? 
Nothing. <laughs> We're going to kill Iceberg. What? Nothing. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> oh, gosh. But then we get the breakdown. Of course, we got Sanji and, and Sniper King rescued by the Frankie family. And yep. uh, they find out that Frankie sacrificed himself. It's like, all right, we got to we got to hurry. And the Frankie family has made it to the Nightless Islands. And hey, in the meantime, Rocket Man has found the, the, the Frankie family as well. And everybody yep. gets to meet up. And that's it. Enos Lobby's in view. Everybody's together. Yeah. It's time Prepare for, for the, the decisive, decisive battle. battle. Oh, yeah. If that isn't like a, all right, next arc. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. I know technically everybody says 374 is the end of uh, Water 7. To me, this is the end. Like, I, I know it's because we're on Enos Lobby a bit here. But yeah. the heroes haven't arrived yet. So I think exactly. this, this, this yeah. feels more like the end of the arc. It really does. Yeah. It, it feels, like, feels like a more uh, decisive end. And then we do have one little quick SBS that I just made me laugh. Is <laughs> we commented about it's like shouldn't there have been a bulge in in, in Nami's shirt with when she was hiding the uh, the baby transponder snail? <laughs> but this line that kills me, it's like, hey now that's dangerous territory, you know? It's a hidden unmapped region, the hidden Nami Valley. Once you wander into that, you'll never of and then it gets hit. It's just like, oh my god. Yeah, of course. Yep, of course. <laughs> Freaking Oda. <laughs> oh, what are we going to do with him? I have no idea. Keep enjoying his writing, I guess. <laughs> I do. I have a feeling the, uh, the the Netflix show will not have that amount of fan service for Nami. Uh, I hope not, for one. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. Of course, she didn't have much fan service in that first, uh, what, what they're covering. So I don't think we have to worry yeah. yet. <laughs> that is true. Again, kind of transition chapters, but it's all good setup. It's really setting the battle lines, getting everybody where they need to be. And that's that's where we end off on. That's the excitement is everybody's together again, ready to yes. make their stand. Yes. <laughs> and, and now we just got to convince Robin to actually come with them. Yep. So... It's interesting. I don't know how the battle lines are going to be drawn here because we have more than the straw hat. So it's not like just like one straw hat per one person who's going to get matched up with who. And I outside a few, I don't remember. It'll be interesting to see. Quite curious. Quite curious. Yeah, it's basically, uh, I feel I feel like it's confident in saying all hell's about to break loose. <laughs> yes, indeed. I am. I'm here yeah. for it, though. This is this is what we've been waiting for. Yep. So. Yeah, with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 371 to 375 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube, or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I am at Brandon Bovia on Twitter, talking about anime manga games and my job, um, and I say that in that escalating tone because I was looking up a release date for something I worked on. Uh, it's not out yet. I thought it was out, but so uh, I'll just continue to keep my mouth shut. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> always uh, l- be on the lookout for things that I worked on. Uh, yeah, they're good and I enjoy it. <laughs> I, I I do, too. So definitely keep an eye out for those. And hey, if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode ad free three days early and make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 376 to 380 of One Piece. So until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. It happened like this, Chief. 
We followed the plan to the letter. We infiltrated their forces and were all ready for the assassination. But somehow the enemy managed to find out about our plans. Probably because I was talking about them all over town, Chapapa. Ah! You again? What's wrong with you? And what's the point of having a zipper on your mouth if you don't even use a damn thing? 